Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. I think one of the hardest lessons people learn is in life is that you can't, sh- you can't change somebody. You cannot change someone. They have to do it themselves. Or otherwise, a lot of people, I, I would say this might be more relatable. You can't fix them. Nope. Right? Nope. There's a lot of people, especially, and I think a lot of people who have been in toxic relationships can relate to this. Yeah, because you want to help, especially if it's someone you care about or you love. You you want to help them and you want to encourage them to change. I think that I think wanting to help people is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But you you can help people in a lot of different ways, but you can't change them. No, no, you can't. You can't change their behavior. You cannot do it. And, and it's, 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 it's very hard for adults to wrap their head around that because especially if you love someone or you feel a bond with them. Yeah. And right? it can, it can be, um, you know, wanting someone to eat better because you care about them and, and you see that they, they maybe aren't, um, taking very good care of themselves in, in the nutrition department, or you want them to exercise and move their body, or you want them to, um, maybe cut back on alcohol. Like there's so many things that you can want to help someone change that your intentions are good. It's because you love and care about them, but you can't change someone. I heard a guy describe it like this. He said, you are driving the vehicle that is your life. Your hands are on the accelerator Your feet control the brake or the gas pedal. Nobody else in that vehicle can control where it's going other than you. And if you are with somebody, right, and you are a passenger in that vehicle, it can be very frustrating. Mm -hmm. But you can't control the vehicle. Only they can. Yeah. And if you're along for the ride and it's affecting you, right, and it's toxic, or it's driving you crazy, sometimes you have to make the difficult decision to get out of the vehicle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what it's like. So true. And is it, and, but I, and it goes back to this, though. I think people just get so connected, right? And, and especially if you have invested a lot of time in a relationship. Absolutely. It's tragic. It certainly can be. And especially if you make the choice to walk away or to to go another direction and you watch them continue to on the path that they're on, whatever that looks like. They say that a lot of people want to change other people uh, as a substitute for working on themselves. Mm. You hear that? Mm-hmm. You do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than minding your own business too, this this could be an issue. You, you, you decide that you look at somebody else, see all of their flaws and decide you want to correct them. And a lot of that is just projecting. Right. Like the thing, the, you know, the, 
the missteps that you've made in your life or the sh- what you believe are shortcomings that you have, but you you project that out to someone else and think you can help them change because you don't want to do the work that you have to do. And that's the other thing is that you're the only one who can change yourself. Right. You know, like there's not even a question. There's no magic pill. There's no diet. Like you're the one that has to make the choice to change. A great, a great, again, shameless plug for one of our sponsors here, JP Fitness. But I've said this to a lot of people who have asked me, what's the secret? And I will, I will tell them this, you can go and hire a trainer who will direct you and Mm -hmm. give you all the knowledge that you need, but they can't sprinkle fairy dust on you and bring you into this incredible conditioning, right? Mm -hmm. You have to work on it yourselves, but they'll give you the roadmap and they'll come along for the ride and then they'll help guide you. But they can't do it for you. You have to do it. That's a great example because it reminds me of years ago um, when I was working out and I, I would try and convince you to work out with me. Oh, you should work out. You'd love it. It's great. You'd love it. But I couldn't make you work out with me and enjoy it. Like that had to be a choice right. that you made yeah. and you and you did and you have and now you're killing it. A lot of people want to feel like, uh, uh, what's the word I mean looking for? They want to be uh, like the hero. They want to be a helper, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they think by helping somebody else, they can help. <laughs> they're looking to, they're looking for affirmation mm-hmm. on their own end yeah. by helping somebody else. Like, look what I did, mm-hmm. right? But it, that's not how it works. And again, probably just a deflection from doing the hard work that they need right. to do. Well, often, often too, and, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, but there are a lot of people who have things that they want to change that expect you to help them, mm. right? That's one thing you'll run, to, I think a lot of people run into that, yeah. where, where it's like, well, why aren't you doing more for me? You can only do so much. Yeah, and it and at the end of the day, it comes down to the only person who can change you is you. Right. No matter who you are. Ultimately, it comes down to this. And you're going to hear this. I mean, you'll hear this all over the place, probably memes all over the Internet. The bottom line is you can only heal yourself. Yep. That's it. Nobody else. And you can recruit or hire or bring in experts. You can hire a coach. You can go to therapy. You can get a personal trainer and and you can have guidance on your journey that can be helpful, but they aren't the ones that are going to do the work and actually ultimately change you. And it's funny because we, you and I were just listening to somebody speak about this a couple of weeks ago, but the way that your life unfolds in the first, they say 30 to 35 years determines how, determines how your mind is programmed. Mm -hmm. And it was, and I started thinking about it. I'm like, that's so true. And it's so interesting because the way that this individual laid it out, it made it make so much sense. And in like the personal development world, you hear a lot of like change your subconscious mind and you can change your life and, and, oh, you're just a, a series of subconscious programming. And every day you're just going through the motions of the subconscious programming in your head. But this laid it out in such a clear way and made it all kind of, it was like a light bulb moment for me. Like that's why we're the way we are and here's how you can change it. 
it takes work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's where they get into that meditation side of things. Yeah. So which is meditation is basically like going to the gym for your mind. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is. There's a lot of people. I'd be willing to bet the majority of Americans don't meditate. I I would be curious to know the percentage. And the thing about meditation is it takes a lot of practice. So it can be super frustrating, especially for um, Americans that want it now and want it yesterday and want it to be perfect and done and the same people that with their with their physical body yeah, yeah. want, want to go to the gym for a week and expect everything to be better. And and it's just, you know, that's kind of our culture. The, it's the, the microwave the, generation. That's how we yes. want it. And so meditation is is frustrating because it's hard to turn off your thoughts. It's very hard. And, and people's minds are different. So if you have one of those ADHD type things going on, it can really make it mm-hmm. difficult. And, and I've heard, I've, I've seen and heard it, you know, from different experts that it isn't for everyone, especially if you have some like PTSD or trauma, you should really approach a meditation practice with the professional guidance. Um, but I think for the average person, it's a good practice to have, and it can ultimately change your, change your life, change your mind. It's well, you're reprogramming your mind mm-hmm. is what you're doing, right? Literally, scientifically, not just no, le- no, I, like the neurons, yes, will wire and fire differently. <laughs> the, I know it sounds bizarre, but when I listened to a neurologist actually yeah. break it down and talk about it, I was like, wow, that's really interesting when he explained mm-hmm. how it works. Yep. And how you can change literally your entire life with a thought process and exercising your mind. And it's harder for some people. Some people have, um, I I don't know the medical term, but they called it a thicker barrier between the subconscious and the conscious mind. Um, And some people have a thinner barrier. And so it's easier for them to get into that subconscious work. So it, it can be done. It's just for some people it is a lengthier process. Can you think of a specific situation in your life where you caught yourself trying trying to change somebody or help them change and it just didn't oh, yeah. seem Yeah, I can to I, work. I can actually think of one and um it's a person that I care about very much and they have a very poor body image. Sure. And I've done a lot of work on my own body image. Um, and so when I hear people that I love talk negatively about their body, it's really hard for me. And so I, I was trying to work with this person on changing the language and kind of some of the things that I've found have helped me and to no avail. And that, I, and I, and I knew when I started the conversation that it was probably going to be futile, but I felt like I had to say something. Yeah, it's well, I think a lot of people can relate to some circumstance, right? And especially when it's I, I think when it's something that you've done work on on your with on your own journey. Uh, I, I hate that word, but that's the one I'm going to use. Um, then when you hear people, you're like, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Listen to this wonderful work that I've done. And, and here's how you can help yourself but they have to be ready for it and you they know, have to want to do it. I think the is what's frustrating for most people is it's it's really frustrating when you see 
how am I, how am I, how am I going to set this up here? It's, it's frustrating to look at yourself and then you know what you've done, right? But it may not work for somebody else right. because we're all different. So you expect the same approach that mm-hmm. you've used for yourself to work for them. And that isn't necessarily the case. True. In yeah. my, in my life, I can think of this example. When I was younger, when I enlisted in the Marine Corps, that approach that they used with me was what I needed, mm-hmm. right? But that could be really hard on somebody who wasn't prepared for or made just genetically predispositioned mm-hmm. to to, a, to deal with that, right? That, I don't want to call it tough love, but it was, you know, it was... Uh, just tough. It was, it was the <laughs> approach where, you know, is what you need is a foot in your ass type thing. And... And no excuses, right? Nothing. There was no excuse that was ever going to be good enough, mm-hmm. right? You were always accountable and you couldn't, there were, there were no excuses for not being accountable. I needed somebody to lay it out for me like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, through progression, you just learn all of the other things, but I had to be taught and I had to be dealt with by guys who were going to teach me the hard way. Yeah. So, but I can tell you this, there are guys and girls that couldn't l- handle that and it could be very hard on them and, and it could have de- that would detri- very much not be the way for me <laughs> right detrimental effects to learn on there but it was it was a tough way to learn but I needed that and I look back on my life now and I'm like if I wouldn't have had those guys in that mm-hmm. moment I would have my life probably would have went in a different direction right and you know that's always been a thing difficult for me to deal with because when I see somebody who's not necessarily where they want to be mm-hmm. and I want to give them advice on how to get there it sometimes it comes across <laughs> as a bit more coarse yes. perhaps yes. Th- than <laughs> than the, than the approach that that would be would be more effective maybe we should become life coaches I'm not well and, that's why I can't you be. can be like the tough love guy and I'll be like the soft like it's gonna be okay love butterflies but I think <laughs> the funny thing is uh you were, you were telling me that a guy that you interviewed on another podcast that you've done for work talked about that same thing because he was another guy that was in the, he was in the army, I believe. Right? Yeah. 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 But you can't, that method doesn't always work for right. everybody. Right. Right. But it worked for me. Yep. And I understood it. And, you know, and, and as they brought me along, I developed a great deal of respect and admiration for these guys and they changed my life. But part of that growth, which is exactly what you're saying is identifying if you're in a leadership position, what the person you're leading needs. And sometimes it is that tough love. Like, here's what we're going to do. Here's how it's going to work. And sometimes it isn't. And I think a a good leader can identify when and when not to use some of those methods. Yeah. It's, uh, I can tell you that a lot of that probably doesn't apply the way I learned doesn't apply to just like everyday life Yeah. in not even with your kids, right? Yeah, I don't. I, would, I, would I don't not do well that. with that. No, with the tough love thing. It's I know, but sometimes I I, 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 I understand that it does work with some people. I understand. So when I when I hear some people tell me that no, that that's never the way. I'm like, yeah, actually, sometimes it is, and there are, there are, including myself, because I was a young man who benefited from mm-hmm. it, right? But I but I, I wanted to change at some, at one point. And I wanted to be better, and I wanted to get stronger, and I wanted to do. I wanted to learn to do things right, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's where the, if you get somebody with that mindset and they decide to work on themselves, 
then they they can change. But you can't change them. And I know so many people. This is one of the I, I just keep running into this where people are like, well, so and so won't. I just, I'm just like, I'm like, dude, yeah. get out. Get I hear out. that a lot in the recovery community with with people who quit drinking, whether by choice or by necessity, and they want their spouse to do the same. And that can be really tricky if, you know, for a million different reasons. But um, I've heard people say like, I, I tried to get my husband to quit drinking too, but he won't. Well, you're not going to get him to quit drinking. Like he has to want to right. make that choice. But he, yeah, and not only that, but does he really need to stop? Well, and it's that's a, yeah, thing, that's what right? I mean. Like not it, everybody's got the issue where they, you know, and I've said this a, a lot, a lot of people can drink responsibly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. They, they they have a healthy relationship with it. They don't. And I have a lot of friends. I mean, people think that one of the weirdest things, and I say, I've said this a million times, one of the weirdest things when you stop drinking is people look at you like you're crazy, like you have oh, two yeah. heads. And I'm like, I don't, I'm like, no, I don't, I'm, I don't. And it doesn't bother me to have the people around me drinking. I don't care. No, I, I don't either. And people definitely right? do. There's a lot of curiosity, like, but, but you're right. If you want to make a change and it's not, I mean, along those lines, it's the same thing. If one decides to uh, approach fitness yep. or, or a healthier diet, yep. or maybe they want to go on a more of a plant-based, mm -hmm. which is becoming more popular, right? All of that stuff. You can't force that on somebody no. else and expect them to actually adopt that lifestyle and embrace it. Right. Right. It's just never going to happen. They have to want to make that change themselves. And it can be something um, kind of like our situation when I decided to stop drinking and you were like, yeah, I'll do dry January with you. Right. You know, and that was just, that was a choice that you made, not a, not a decision I to never, stop drinking. I've said this, uh, yeah, I've said this a lot. I've never, I never in my head said, yeah. I'm going to stop drinking. I just didn't do it. Right. I just, the further was, what happened was I did dry January and then I was like, oh, I'll do this for another month. I, I feel pretty good. I got into February, did it then. I called John at JP Fitness. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep this rolling. And I'm going to take it to the next level. And I started going to the gym, got a trainer, and I started my, my uh, eating healthier and all that. And then I'm like, wow. It was all downhill well, from there. Well, then it was like, I was like, I now I get why this trend is happening. Yeah. And, I, and again, I hate to use that word, but this better me trend with better diet, better health and fitness, just all of it, taking better care mm -hmm. of yourself, getting better rest, healthier relationships surrounding yeah. yourself with that yep. stuff, all of it, right? And when you when you work on that and you start to see the results, you might just decide to embrace yeah. that because it feels yeah. good, yeah. right? That's the only reason. But you're right. It's just that I, I didn't stop drinking because you did. That's what I mean. I didn't <laughs> right. like... Right. get you to stop or right. make you stop or, you know, there was, there was none of that. So I think that's why it, it's evolved the way that it has, because it's been each of us on our own terms yeah. making those choices. And I can understand because we hear this, we've heard this from a lot of people. If one person decides to make that life change mm -hmm. and they, and they do struggle mm -hmm. with it, if they continue to surround themselves with people that don't, adopt the sober lifestyle it can be very hard for them yeah so i understand that it's a kind of a that that would be a tough situation mm -hmm. i don't even i can't even imagine what that would be like no it it would be very uh that'd be difficult yeah it would be yeah. difficult would present would a be. lot of barriers so it again you can't it, this is just the bottom line i yeah. saw a guy talking about this the other day 
And he said, remember, you are the only one driving the vehicle that is your life. Even if you're a passenger or you're, you're somebody care, if you care about them, whatever, you, you're, you're never going to get your hands on the wheel or the accelerator or the brake. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. They're driving the vehicles. They have to make a conscious decision as to which direction they're going to go. Yeah. So and that's, I thought, wow, that's a great, great analogy, right? It is. Well, it's, like, yeah. it's a good picture to really yeah. like wrap your head around kind of what's going on. Because so many people struggle with that. And man, that is not a good way to live. No, it isn't. It's exhausting. Especially if you're hanging on to that hope, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh God, I'm just hoping one day. He's going to change. It's never going to change. It doesn't happen. No. That, that just does. Unless they decide to. Not happen. Right. Unless they, they, if they make decide to, the decision. Then it, then it definitely can happen. And right. and that's one, one phrase that you hear tossed around every once in a while, like, oh, people don't change. People can change. Right. And people do change. I think there's a lot of people that are living proof of that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But again, you have to make the decision. Yep. And you have to watch your own bobber. Mm-hmm. And you have to take care of yourself. So true. Right. So that was just the bit of motivation. I should bring that because I, I sent, what was it I sent? I, did I send something to you? Did I send that to you the other day? By the way, normally I don't plug a lot of other websites, but I, there was one, it's called Tiny Buddha. <laughs> yeah, it's got like 2 million followers. And, and I've always been, and when, anytime that comes up, because I've always been fascinated with Buddhists and their beliefs, right? Because when I started digging in, to what actually made these guys tech, I was like, oh, I could I could see that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's really I'm, interesting. I'm like, they get it, right? Again, I have respect for all religions, whether it's Christian, I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. I just as long as you don't hurt anybody, I always go back to that. Yeah. You believe and you just do whatever you want to do. And I think we should all respect each other's whatever, right? But I do in I like their approach to things, right? And that is uh it, it's a lot of it's self-sacrifice, right? And learning to, to work on yourself and uh, they're into the uh, physical and, and mental labor and mm-hmm. all the and other like things, right? Utilizing the power of right. your mind. And ultimately their goal is to achieve that nirvana, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not a Buddhist, but I do, I am very uh, intrigued by the way that they approach things. Yeah. So I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And I, I've honestly dug into a million different religions, which... My father would have never done, but I couldn't change him. No. <laughs> right? No. no. And he couldn't change me. Right? <laughs> so, but it, but again, I just, I just had to bring that up. I was like, I could not, I can think in, I, and I'm, without bringing anybody in particular up, I can think of a million different scenarios in my life where I was like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they'll change. Oh, yeah. And then they just never do. And it's hard. Right. Because you, especially when you want them to, right, right, right. That's difficult. Especially when you can see their potential. Yeah. You know, like if only you could see it in yourself. Right. I know. I know. But you can't do that. But you can work on yourself. Right. Absolutely. And uh, you can that if if you want to take that first step, I'm telling you, don't wait till the first of the year. Why are people still doing that? Oh, we're not still doing that, are we? Yes, there there oh. will be the New Year's resolution. Don't listen to the man. <laughs> what do you mean, the man? The media. <laughs> the what? It, what do you? What did you smoke before we started? I have not, I have not smoked anything. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't wait till the first of the year. If you start now, 
right? If, if you're working on you now and you want to, you want to feel better, you're going to feel amazing by the look first better, of the year. Uh, by the time you get to the first of the year, you will have one heck of a head start on those who wait. And honestly, if you're serious about it and you really want to change, you won't pick a day on a calendar like that. No, you won't. You'll just decide now's the time and you'll do it. Yep. For, that's how it was for me. And I said it for years. I and said, you know what? When the day comes, when I'm going to get back, when I'm going to take my physical health in another direction and I'm going to really a- attack it, I'm going to call John. And I think it was just on some odd day. I got to get him in here. We have to have this chat. He's got some, he's got a great incentive for people who want to experience what it's like to go up there and mm-hmm. work out. He has that coming up. I have to get him in here and talk about it. But it, that's exactly how it worked. It was just one odd day. I called him. I think it was in April. And you're like, John, we're doing it. I was like, here's, remember that? Because I had talked about it on the air for years. And I said, this is the day I was talking about. (laughs) And here I am. And you could be there too. And And I know we've heard from several listeners that have asked. They've they've talked to us. They've talked to you. They've sent messages. They've told us, yeah, I'm I'm really thinking about it. I think I'm going to do it. Don't wait. Do it. Just do it. If you just decide, I've said this. Are we trying to change people? Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm not trying. I'm trying to encourage them because I know that there's so many people. This is not just a trend. It 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 is kind of, but I hate that because it has a derogatory connotation. I don't think it's a trend. I think it's a this is a change. It's a shift. It's a shift. It is. People are going, and they are currently, and they're going to continue. This movement's going to continue to grow, where they're going to take better care of themselves. Because they want to live longer and they want to enjoy Mm -hmm. the second half of their life versus continue to go downhill. Yep. Right? It's weird. And it's you'll see a lot of celebrities. If you pay attention, a lot of them are doing it as well, which I don't have a problem with because I think that's with their platform, that's a great chance to influence a lot of people. Yes. Especially if you're influencing for good. Yes, absolutely. But this getting into better shape, eating healthier taking care of yourself mentally and physically. Yeah, it's that holistic mind, body and spirit. Yes, it is it's a it's a real thing and I'm a firm believer it starts with taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean all of you. All of you. All of and you. And that includes I mean if you if I know it's it looks like it can be a marathon in front of you and for some people it will be a a journey, mm-hmm. right? But you got to start somewhere. And if it's just a couple of days a week, start. And then that will turn in to maybe three. And then that'll turn into four. And that'll turn into five. And then it'll become a routine, a regular part of your life. And then you might want to take it to the next level and even do something else, the right? The journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Oh, God, I knew you were going to go down that road. I can't help I it. I knew I it. can't help it. I'm like a walking motivational quote. I'll get him in here. We have to talk to John. <laughs> he can describe the journey a whole lot better than I can. Uh, but again, there's a link on our website if you go to georgeandjess.com. All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning. It's already Friday, Friday. tomorrow. It's already Friday. And you know what? As of today, I believe, is is today the 15th? Yeah, it is. It is the 15th yes. today. Tomorrow is Friday. So tomorrow will be the back half of the month. What the heck? I'm competing in an improv show tomorrow night. You are. <laughs> 
it's called <laughs> Whose Line Is It? And it's our, our, our the time. Yeah, it's a fundraiser Manitano. for a nonprofit here. And it's teams of quote unquote local celebrities. John from JP is is one of Yes. He's on the opposing team. I'm like oddly excited. Like I think there's this part of me that thinks this is gonna be my big time time to shine <laughs> and like show everyone oh, man. what a comedian I am. So I, it's gonna probably be a disaster. Is this the the fourth or fifth year now? <laughs> yeah, I can't we, we took a break during the pandemic. They had to skip a year during the pandemic and um there's an actual improv troupe that comes on stage and like kind of coaches and helps, but it's a riot. And I'm just like beside myself excited. The guys that, <laughs> is it, is it that same crew that's organized? Same, same crew. Yeah. They do, they do a fantastic awesome. job. They're really good they're guys. Awesome. So uh, that will be at the grand hall. Is that where they're yeah, doing it again this year? The, the civic center downtown. So, so there it'll be Friday night tickets still available for that. Tickets are available. And like, I don't know what if tomorrow's my last podcast, what if they take me off to Vegas and you're going to put me on stage? <laughs> what if they fire one of the uh, ventriloquists to decide you have your own, you have your own show at the Mirage. Well, the Mirage is about to be demolished and turned into short hard lived, rock. Right? Short lived. <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow morning to start the weekend at 6 a.m.